Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John, Lord Bella, Johnny Hopkins. And my little poppy next to you just like raised her eyebrows and was like, like Not yeah, again. He's yeah. doing it again. He's doing it again. He's always happy to be here. <laughs> All right. It's been a great weekend though. It's been a great week. Yes. So. Yes. Lovegasm. <laughs> Let's jump right do, in. So do you like having love lovegasms, Sean? I do lovegasms. <laughs> All right. So last week we talked about humiliation and degradation. So we might as well talk about male chastity today. I don't see why not. <laughs> if you're going to torture and humiliate your your male sub, you might as well put him in a chastity cage. <laughs> yeah, and it better fit. It better work. It better. It better. Right? Yes. I don't know. Now, this hasn't gotten yet to the male chastity. I mean, because there's female chastity, too. Yeah, we're going to make We're going to we're we're gonna gonna touch on it, aren't that. we? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Then again, who wants to lock up a vagina? I don't know. That's crazy. But Mia, tell me, what is chastity? Chastity. With the open and sexually liberating attitudes that are becoming more prevalent in much of the world, we're constantly being exposed to new and exciting ways to spice things up in the bedroom, like using male chastity devices. There's so many. There's so many I can recommend. One of the more extreme and unusual things you might have come across is a chastity device is it leaves you many questions like what is chastity? Why do people do it? Is it something you might enjoy? Are you asking me? You looked at me. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, John. you might enjoy. <laughs> I think you're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. So needless to say, it's a cool little device. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's talk about male chastity. Tell us, John. Male chastity is not a new concept, and there are many examples throughout history of men abstaining from sex, masturbation, orgasms, or all three. Those are called priests. (laughs) And you see what happens when they do. Exactly. (laughs) It comes back out. We've talked about this. (laughs) Chastity is bad. One of the most prominent examples people usually remember are the many varieties of Buddhist monks who often vow to live their lives out of chastity. Rather than simply not having sex anymore, though, these monks often move to a monastery and seclude themselves from many more aspects of human interaction. Well, that just sounds horrible. (laughs) Because you are not strictly dickly. (laughs) Right, but they're secluding themselves from all human interaction. I know, right? Wow. That's... Sad. Yeah, I really hate people to do that. Sad. More recently, the hashtag NoFap movement convinced men all over the world to abstain from masturbation for various reasons. Well, that's just fucking dumb. Dumb. (laughs) This movement started in 2011. Yeah, like No Nut November. Who the fuck came up with No Nut November? A dominatrix. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Dominatrix. This movement started in 2011 and attempted to convince men to give up masturbation touting benefits such as increased concentration and productivity. That's bullshit. Keep reading, John. No, I'm serious. (laughs) I'm serious. If you don't masturbate for three days, the only thing you're thinking about is sex. How are you supposed to concentrate and be productive if the only thing you're thinking about is going and rubbing one out? Believe it or not... 
it's kind of like going over a wave. You know, imagine you're in California and you got these huge waves, right? Well, orgasms are kind of like that. But chastity is kind of like that too. So you're going up the wave and at some point... You the just tsunami kinda, comes and everybody dies. You're just kind of <laughs> tired and you just kind of go with the flow of the wave because you don't have much of a choice. And that's the point in chastity. <laughs> you go with the flow and at some point you're going to lose like all sense of sex, believe it or not. And it makes you really submissive to that tidal wave. <laughs> fuck? Somebody want to do that on purpose. And they do it. Wow. Okay. In recent years, male chastity relationships have also become much more common. In these relationships, the man hands over control of his sexual pleasure to his partner or mistress. She decides when he's allowed to orgasm, have sex, masturbate, or even clean his penis. Well, he's got to clean it regularly, even in a cage. Well, yeah, it's even more important than... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's gross. All right. Let's talk about the history of male chastity. This is an ugly looking picture. It looks like a, a leather <laughs> strap with a metal underwear. It looks like a metal strainer wrapped horrible. around his nuts and his little peenie. It's, it's so little. <laughs> it is so little. <laughs> like, wow. I would never fit in there. So where does this whole idea come from? What? Possibly possess someone to give up sex and orgasms for an extended period of time and actually enjoy it? Well, the true origins of chastity can be traced back to ancient times with many religious texts referring to chastity belts. However, most believe that those references were meant more as a metaphor than actually locking up someone's genitals. And usually when you're looking in religious texts and they're talking about chastity belts, they're talking about women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The first proper references to a chastity belt came from the Crusades, where men would need to go off to war for years at a time, leaving their wives behind. They obviously didn't want their wives to sleep with other men, so they would lock up their genitals and take the key with them. Or so we might think. So, yeah. The women. Women. Yeah. Fuck that. The notion of chastity belts appears frequently in literature throughout history, even including drawings. There were actual deep addictions of anyone wearing them. So, when do they truly appear? Well, many historians believe that the first real chastity belts were made around sometime in the 18th or 19th century, and that these were meant as joke pieces, not something to be used. Right. Because I'm thinking of a female chastity belt. Yeah. We've seen them in movies. It's a metal pair of panties yeah definitely. you can't use the bathroom no not no, at all it would be completely unsanitary yeah yeah so it wouldn't work no not at all hmm throughout the 20th century designs have obviously improved and the chassis devices we have today are properly designed to keep the wearer from having sex so this age-old idea was finally able to come to fruition so why do men take part in male chastity john I don't know why, but here's how. <laughs> For a man to start living a life of male chastity, there aren't many prerequisites. Sim- simply making the decision to do it is the main part. Once the decision, once shush, 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 once the decision has been reached, though, <laughs> the way each man remains chaste may vary widely from one to another. You could spend your entire life in solitude, much like the monks. Psh, nope. Give up pornography to reduce the amount you masturbate and only have sex instead. 
Nope. Choose not to have sex until marriage. Hmm. Ban yourself from touching your own penis. That's not happening. And wear a chastity device. I don't think so. Okay, there are probably many more, but you get the idea. The most important thing is sticking to the pledge, whatever it was, that the man makes and remaining chaste. (laughs) So, I mean, honestly, I can just simply tell you the types of male chastities. Yes. So they have leather ones, and like you said, they have traditional uh, chastity devices and belts that we obviously have seen in the picture. But typically today, the biggest big seller for chassis devices is the CB3000 or the, or the CB6000. They can actually customize um, the design and basically shape it to the wearer. Yeah. Um, another one that I always tell people to go for is um, the Holy Trainer. It's plastic. It has um, different rings, O-rings to go around the base. And again... It's it's affordable. It's wearable. They said it's really comfortable. It's breathable. So there's different types, and they even have silicone. Mm. Silicone you can usually get out of, but you know. Yeah, and you know more permanent devices. There's the Prince Albert piercing that they put in. There you go. We even had our friend Rob talk about getting a Prince Albert and getting some chastity. That's, definitely. That's that's a more extreme version, but it definitely works. It is. Yeah. It is. All right, so how popular is it for male chastity? Well, male chastity definitely isn't something you should be considering based on its popularity. It would be a lie to say it hasn't become more popular in recent times. Not only are society much more open about sexuality, so many people are more willing to try things they might not have in the past, it's also much easier to get both information and equipment thanks to this newfangled thing we call the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm still thinking of Rob being chastity, and I, I really don't know how that would go for him. <laughs> I don't think it would work well. I don't think so. And you know, I don't think his mistress would like it. You know, there's a lot of men that can fit a chastity and wear it to where it's not going to come out. But then there's other men, they actually have like bendy dicks, you know, that once well, it's flaccid, it can bend they all bend when they're flaccid. Well, not like you'd think, though. Like, some, and when you, when you wear the chastity, I mean, it'll fit, like, really close up to, like, the base and your actual body. But I've seen some guys just, like, like make their penis flat to where they could pull it out really, really good. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I don't... I have a big dick. <laughs> you don't say, John. And I can push it inside. So there's no dick at all. I can push wow. it all the way inside. But see, not all men can do that, though. I don't understand why not. Well, a lot of men can't do that. If I have a huge cock, and I can do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> you might have a big orifice behind there. <laughs> I'm <just> something. <laughs> all men are built differently, is my point. Nah, I don't know. So do men enjoy chastity? I hope not. Well, many people... <laughs> Think that chastity is just something forced on a man by a partner. Religious views, parents, or some other source. Parents? That's <laughs> fucked up. That's weird. Your dad's going to put a chastity cage on you? <laughs> You're grounded. Stop touching my dick, Dad. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Gross. All right. Well, this is unfortunately true. In some cases, many men simply choose a chastity lifestyle because they enjoy it. 
Heading over, handing over sexual control to another person could be quite liberating and exciting. Not knowing when you're going to be allowed the sexual release you crave can make it that much better when you finally get it. When you've finally gotten the hang of wearing one, you'll discover the various benefits of being caged. For some, simply freeing themselves of the games and dances of having an active sex life will more than make up for what they're missing on, missing out on. Excuse me. Others still might simply choose to pursue a lifestyle that requires periods of chastity or even permanent chastity. Take astronauts, for example. When on the space station, they'll be many months away from other human beings and be completely chased for the duration. Bullshit. No, they're beaten off. They're beaten off. Bullshit. Okay. Come on. Let me, let me explain the space station to people. Yes. Sailors have a reputation for a reason. They go out on a boat for months at a time with a bunch of other men. Yeah. And they become gay. <laughs> Yeah. It happens. Yeah. So a space station is just a ship in space. That's it. And they become gay. I guarantee it. Exactly. <laughs> they have a sock and they've got condoms. They're going to be good. They're going to have sex. They're going to have sex with their hands at least. At least with their hands. Exactly. Maybe with their feet. How discreet is male chastity, John? It's um, pretty fucking discreet. It depends on the man, I guess, since everything else does. Yeah. If I'm wearing one, I'm pulling my pants down showing it to everybody. I'm showing it in Walmart. Like, look what my fucking dad made me do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that motherfucker's going to jail I'm Mormon. What of it? <laughs> Listen, if my dad touches my penis one more time, he's going to jail. I'm telling everybody. Oh, my God. Male chastity can be as discreet or out there as you wish. If you don't want anyone to know about it, then simply keeping it to yourself is perfectly fine. Even while wearing a cock cage or other chastity device, if you choose the right one, nobody needs to know it's even there. On the other hand, some people enjoy chastity and they want to share it. Remember, or rather than just simply telling others about it, though, there's plenty of options for these kinds of exhibitionists. Many people hold chastity parties where each mistress or master gets to bring along their slaves and share them along the, among the group. Huh. We've never done that before. We have not. We should have a chastity <laughs> party. <laughs> okay. So is chastity just for men, John? Just for men. That not that like a hair coloring? <laughs> just for men. <laughs> well, our focus there and here have been primarily on men, women shouldn't feel completely left out. Right. Because they get denied sex all the time, too. All the time. Anyone <laughs> can enjoy a life of chastity if they desire and can also find mistresses and masters to keep them in check. Women obviously can't make use of a chastity device like a cock cage, but there are other options such as chastity belts, which cover both vagina and anus and prevents intercourse and masturbation. And going to the bathroom. Yeah. Although chastity females in relationships may be further enforcing historical stereotypes by submitting to a man, there is still a large element of trust and power transfer at play here. Do we really think that? Um, you know, that's what BDSM is, I guess. I guess. Power dynamics. So... Right there, the first picture that we see, that's actually the Holy, holy Trainer right there. Oh, the plastic one? The plastic one. It looks ones. like kind of silicone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, 
you know, I look at these things and I'm a little confused how they stay on, but you know. I know. You know, it's the base that goes behind the balls and that goes up against your body. Okay. So Yeah, so you pull the balls so through So a cock first. ring, I, I, when I put my cock ring on, I pull everything through. Yeah. This is more like it closes down on top of it. So it, so it can't pull through. It's a lot tighter. Correct. Than a cock ring. Would Correct. Be. Yeah. Okay. So you put the O-ring at the base of your skin, you know, behind your balls and everything else. Yeah. And then you put the actual cage over your shaft. Okay. And erections become very painful. Definitely. Oh, I like this one. It has a little anal plug with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Female chastity belts. Yeah, I don't know how that would be fun for them to use the bathroom with one of those things. Yeah, that's just not feasible. I mean, that's just, that's dumb. It's more for decoration. It's more for decoration. (laughs) So. Like a guy, it has a pee hole in the front. You can go pee (laughs) and you can still take a dump. (laughs) Totally, totally. Um, But, you know, I've had a lot of different people have asked me over the years to be their key holder. And, you know, they'll drop it off to me. They'd put it in my mailbox. And I would hold it for them, you know, until they're basically begging and screaming for me to give them their key back. But nine times out of ten, they have a spare key. Or they'll put one of those little plastic locks with a code number on it. So, you know. Get some bolt cutters. Yeah, you know. Try to cut the dick off. They, They get too horny. It is what it is. You know, it's the fantasy. That's all it is. Right. So, so you do have a story of a guy who wanted to put some devices on, and you told him not to, and did have to cut it off. With. We did, we did. We had to go down to Home Depot <laughs> when they were getting ready to close. Like it was, it was cutting it close, literally, yeah. because then it was myself and my spouse and uh, Bree was with us, and we're all in on the back of his car and. It was just one of those things where it had to come off. And it was so tight because he was one of those guys. He had a big dick. And he didn't want to get in the pool. It's February. I'm like, you know, you got to get the blood out of it. You got to get it. Shrink it down. Yeah, shrink it down. And he's like, I just can't help it. You all keep touching. I'm like, look, I don't want to touch it. You know, (laughs) we got to put it on ice or something, but it's turning blue. You know, he said it. You know, for the next few days after that, it was, you know, black and blue. But he fucking loved it. And when we cut <laughs> with the bolt cutters, we cut the base of it once. And it, you know, just kind of bent. It didn't even break. Right, you had to cut it twice. We had it. to cut it twice. It was scary. That's a scary thing. Dumbass. Dumbass. Yeah, he insisted on doing it. And it was the birdcage cock ring is what it was. Oh, yeah. You know. But... It's still one of those things. It's just a risky thing. And that's why you got the plastic ones and the silicone ones. They're safer. Yeah. You know? So. I don't know. I've never put one on. A lot of men say that they love the weight of like a heavy one. You know, I like the feel of a cock ring. Yeah. But it's not a chassis device. No. Yeah. I do like the feel of the metal and the tightness. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people like it. Because those are created to prolong your orgasm yeah it allows the blood in but it doesn't allow the blood back out so it gives you a stronger longer um erection (laughs) a better erection is what it does i can believe it so exciting isn't that all right chastity so much fun for someone else (laughs) 
All right. Well, that was fun. Yes. So, until next time, make all of your not-having-sex fantasies become realities.